What's up, lovely teams? This week I come your way again with a new segment, Live Well and Whole with Clancy. Clancy is the Director of Education of the Live Well Foundation located in Philadelphia, USA. The aim of this segment is to be the strategy guide for teams to live a whole and balanced life. Therefore, this platform sets in readiness for any teenager who wishes to seek guidance on how to manage his or her mental health successfully. So today we begin with the topic, how to navigate through the social media to benefit teens. But before we start a joke to lighten the mood, the title of the joke is Bad Grammar. This is a conversation between a teenager or between two teenagers, a young man and a young woman. The young man says, she tested me you're adorable that is a lady tested a young man by saying you're adorable then the young man replied in the test and said no you are adorable now she likes me the young man says but all i did was point out her bad grammar what should i do tell her that she needs to retake her english lessons or accept this unwanted love advance i'd rather die than date a girl who cannot get her tenses right yeah right so let's get into the segment with cleansing do enjoy and do stay how do you navigate through the social media to benefit things Today we have with us Clancy from Philadelphia and he will discuss this sensitive topic with us. Clancy, you are welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. Okay, so our question again is, how do you navigate through the social media to benefit us as teens? Sure. Um, Right, so it is, social media is a very complicated and involved uh, world and so for teens it's also um, can be particularly difficult because a lot of teens it's been around their entire lives um, and so I think the e- the easiest way the simplest way to answer the question is to restrict it by time to just say I only have um, you know one hour or two hours max to go on social media uh, and that includes, you know, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whatever you're using, but to really try to, to limit it like that. And there's apps on the phone that can help do that or if, um, you know, parents or whatever it is just to really restrict the time. And then the more complex answer would be to really monitor and manage the content and how you're engaging with social media. Because there is a way to use, you know, if you're going on YouTube and Uh, watching videos on how to meditate or self-help videos, you know, that may be more beneficial than going on YouTube um, and just watching, you know, funny videos of cats for two hours or something. What are the dangers of indulging in social media? Sure, so we're finding more and more social media was such a new frontier, you know, like, I've been in a very real way trying to compare it to more tactile things that, that people can understand. Say, so say like, um, like, like smoking tobacco or something. So like smoking, when it first came out, nobody thought it was bad for you. Uh, 
and then it took years to sort of realize how dangerous it could be and then eventually there, it was you know you had to be a certain age to be able to buy tobacco and smoke and then um you know the the companies had the responsibility to sort of educate people on the harms and put warnings on their packaging which you know say it whatever that responsibility lies now, it was something. Whereas social media, we're sort of in those early stages where we're just sort of really starting to figure out how dangerous it can be. And there are no warnings on it and there's no real age restriction. So it's, it's, um, it can be incredibly addictive and dangerous. Um, in that just, and, and you know, I, I suggest if, if people want more specific details, they watch Um, documentaries like The Social Dilemma that recently came out that was sort of interviewing these people who were behind making some of these big social media apps and just how intentionally addicting they made them. Um, You know, they they were playing upon people's psychology and they do it in a lot of very real ways. Uh, Even even the, you know, the simplest one, I have an arts background, so the the one I, I point to a lot is just the idea of like notifications being in red, like red is a color that um, we respond to deep in our brains because, you know, when we spent, when we were all for 600,000 years in, in, you know, nomadic sort of tribal groups as people and evolving, red was associated with fire. It was associated with blood or food or war. So it's a very intense color. So it triggers when you see red, you want to take action. So it's, it's no... Um, it's not a mistake that every notification you get, whether it's, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok uh, or YouTube, right? It's red, the button's red. So there's a lot of thought that went into designing these apps to make them addictive. So they, they can be dangerous in that, you know, you can have literal ad- addictions to them. Like you wake up and it's the first thing you do before you go to bed. It's what you're doing. You, you're, you start losing sleep. Um, you you know, just the blue light from your screen can be bad for your eyes, can be bad for your mental health. The idea that you're engaging in um, this like non-real world instead of with people. Uh, there's, you know, the, the, the list can so, sort of go on and on. And it's because it's, you know, primarily mental health and not physical, it's harder to identify. And so I think people ignore it more easily. But I think as studies keep coming out, people will find how it can make you anxious how you're, because you're waiting to get a response or it can make you depressed because how you're engaging with it, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people and you're, you're coming up short all the time because on Instagram, you know, everyone's looks really good and is traveling or doing great things and people are always sort of putting, trying to put their, this glossy best picture forward and so there's the, the, the trappings within social media are vast, complicated, and and everywhere. The last question will be from a young lady who says um, she's 15 and her parents do not want her to get on the social media. So what should she do? Man. <laughs> right, so that's a tough one. So, um, 15 is a tough age, you know, you don't, it's, it's, it's difficult to hear that, you know, your parents know best. Um, and it's difficult to believe that. And when you try to take something away from somebody, 
uh, they're going to want to do it more. And if all their friends are doing, you know, are on social media, they're going to want to be on there more. And so I really feel for it's a really difficult situation um, for your, the, the young listener out there to be in and uh, empathize with that. That's a tough, a tough spot. So, you know, like most things, I think the answer might be a balance. Um, in her scenario, you know, if her parents are just adamantly against it, then it, in, in, in they're paying the cell phone bill and getting the cell phone and buying the computer, it's going to be hard to, to argue with. Um, however, maybe there's a happy medium where, you know, because social media can, it's not all bad. It has a lot of upsides, right? You can connect with people, especially during a pandemic that you might not otherwise be able to connect with. Um, if you if you're careful with what content that you expose yourself to, um, which can also be difficult because there's these algorithms sort of controlling it. But if let's say you know on social on Instagram or TikTok you only follow um, people who are you know more concerned with um, whether what mental health or exercise or dieting or you know things that you can generally apply to your life to help make yourself feel better then that can be good or if you know you're using youtube as i mentioned like if you're using youtube to watch you know meditation apps or to learn about you know history i mean there is a lot of good information out there um However, you know, maybe there's a way for her to go to her parents and propose a happy medium. Like if I limit it to one hour a day and um, I am very aware of the content that I'm, you know, watching or sharing that they could find a balance. Um, However, I'd also say if their parents, you know, really don't want her to use it, then like right now it's going to suck for her however i bet in a couple years you know she'll come out bet like she might be a, i don't say ahead of but she she might be dodging a lot of these trappings that we're talking about you know lack of sleep anxiety depression um and again i know it's hard when you're a teenager and everyone all your friends are doing one thing and you're not allowed to do it uh but maybe there's a way to you know it's i'm sure it's not the advice she wants to hear but like read more, learn to play an instrument, you know, play sports, go outside, see if she can find, you know, or set up plans with the friends that she'd be sort of interacting with online and do stuff in person. Okay. All right. That's great. Okay. Then the last one is, would you want to maybe give a message about the Live Well Foundation? Firstly, people know what you are doing. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, at the, at the Live Well Foundation, we have a program called Live Well Teens. Uh, it's currently, it's, it's, it's most available service at the moment is an online support group for teens where we do often talk about social media. Uh, it's a chance for teens to be amongst peers um, from around the world. And we, we go through different strategies to help mo- manage and monitor your moods and deal with anxiety and depression, but also really just give uh, tools so that, you, you know, you can, you can, you can better yourself and, and prepare yourself for when you're feeling down or manage your moods when you're feeling up and things like that. And social media does come up a lot, no matter what we're talking about. And so it's also, it's a great opportunity for teens to, again, talk with other teens about, um, you know, tips and tricks for navigating the pitfalls of social media or tips and tricks for avoiding it or, you know, ways to engage in, in a good manner. Um, 
and it's it's in a way it's its own social media because you can be socializing with teens uh, via Zoom from around the world, and that is uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, that's Eastern Standard Time, so New York time. So Wednesdays at 7 p.m. through a link on our website, which is uh, www.livewell-foundation.org. Um, and there's a Live Well Teens link there. And it's, it's free and it's open and you can just come on um, through from any computer or phone. So then I just want to emphasize that it's not only for people in the US, right? But across the world, all um, teens can sign on to it. Yep. Yep. Teens can come from anywhere. Uh, it is in English. Um, we're trying to, hopefully in the next year or so, we'll have groups in Spanish. Um, but right now it's in English. So if you speak English, uh, hopefully it's useful. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure it's clear yeah. that like your listeners get the idea that like, you know, I don't think people are going to just stop using social media. And so really it's about how to, you know, and I know I said the time thing, but really just like managing and monitoring how you use it. But I, okay. I also would love to add that uh, on the topic of social media, Live Well Foundation has two Instagram accounts at Live Well Support is our um major account for everyone where we feature different voices every week talking about depression and, and anxiety and, and sharing tips to live well. Uh, so it's a, a healthy way to engage with social media. And then we have our teens account, which is at livewell underscore teens with a Z at the end, one Z at the end. Um, and that is our account dedicated more for young adults um, and Gen Z. And we just share different, uh, hopefully, uh, helpful content around mental health and wellness. So just two ways to check out some social media if you're going to be on there that uh, hopefully can be helpful and useful. Thank you so much for your time. I'm grateful for your time, lovely teens. And I just want you to know that we shall come your way again with another interesting topic that will help you to navigate through your mental health successfully. Don't forget that social media is a necessary evil, meaning that you cannot do away with it, but you have to learn how to manage it successfully to benefit you. Monitor the way you spend your time on social media. And you always have to have it in mind that you are using it for your benefit. You must use it for your benefit and it must not take away your time and make you lose in an area of your life. Thank you very much. I end here with a quote by David Alston who says, Social media is not a media. The key is to listen, engage, and build relationships. Don't forget that. Use social media wisely and make it benefit you. Thank you so much. You can also send us your concerns, your questions, or anything that preys on your mind that you need somebody to talk to. You can send it through the best version of me19 at gmail.com. And if you want to get my book out to become the best version of you, you can contact me for that book. Thank you so much for your time. And we shall come your way again with another interesting aspect of the Love Well and whole segment with Lindsay. So then, 
is five for now.